T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Great Bar Sports Open Line. Those bits swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Great Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now, Matt Pauly on America's Sports Voice. KMOX. All right, man, let's get going here. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go. A good Wednesday evening to you. Welcome into the program. Certainly an interesting day in St. Louis sports. It began last night when we found out that Blues coach Craig Berube had been relieved of his duties. Earlier today, Doug Armstrong meeting with the media, explaining the decision, a decision which I think is mostly um, unpopular with the Blues fan base, and I'm not a big fan of it personally, but here we are. The Blues are looking for a new head coach. Uh, in the interim, they have brought up Drew Bannister. He's been the uh, head coach of the AHL Springfield Thunderbirds. He was unable to be at practice today because he was traveling to St. Louis, and he's going to make his debut coming up tomorrow night when the Blues host the Ottawa Senators. We do have some non-Blues things to get into uh, today. Uh, Fabian Ardaya from the Athletic is going to uh, join Join us in about 10 minutes. We'll talk about the uh, Otani contract. Also, Stu Durando at 735. We'll talk Billikens basketball with him. But outside of that, we are mostly Craig Berube talk today. Scott Warman's going to join us at 635. Tamar Cher is going to join us at 720. We're going to have time for your phone calls, for your text messages, as in your tweets. If you want to get those texts and tweets in, would encourage you to do that Uh as soon as you want, and we'll get to them later on in the program, but you can uh, you can text in at 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. Or uh, you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. That's how to get in contact with the program. I don't like the, the move. I don't like the move. Uh, not because I think Craig Berube is the greatest coach in the history of coaches. Not because I don't admit the issues with this Blues team. They're in a, they're not playing good hockey right now. When they lose games, they lose games in rather spectacular fashion. Their power play is horrendous. Uh, there are nights on a normal basis that you question the effort of players. The effort was being questioned inside of the Blues locker room last night by players on the team. And most of those things are very often connected to coaching. I'm not letting Craig Berube off the hook for what's going on here. But is he the number one problem, the number two problem, the number three problem, the number four problem? I don't know how far down I have to go to figure out where his culpability in this whole thing really starts, but it's not at the top of the list. It just isn't. And 
it's a roster issue. Okay, it's a roster issue. This team isn't good enough to be a consistent winner. And they have been in playoff position much of the season in ugly fashion. I thought it was interesting today, and we'll play some cuts from Doug Armstrong later on. He made the comment that there have been times where the Blues have outscored their opponents, so they have technically won a game, but he has walked out of the arena not feeling like they actually won the game. That even though they scored more goals than their opponent, it felt like they got outplayed. I don't even disagree with that. That's fine. Um, But when this season got started, we sat here and we said that really the ceiling for this team was probably being a playoff participant, just qualifying for the playoffs. And throughout the year, they have either been in playoff position or very close to being in playoff position. So what has Craig Berube done? He's taken a bad roster, a flawed team, a team that cannot give a consistent effort on an every given night basis, and they've found ways to get enough W's to at least be in contention for the playoffs. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. I don't think they were going to be a playoff team. I am more sure now than I was before that they're not going to be a playoff team. But this is on a lot of decisions that have been made from a roster standpoint. This isn't on Craig Berube. Craig Berube just got scapegoated. He got scapegoated. And there's no reason for it. It is completely, completely, completely unnecessary. When you make coaching changes, the idea is to get better. Now, they're probably going to have a bump here over the next week, two weeks, three weeks. I don't know how long the bump's going to last. It always happens. You bring in a new coach. Players start performing a little bit more. A lot of times you bring in the new coach. They've got some positive traits that are different from the last coach, so you kind of get a a mismatch of uh, the, the, the best of the two coaches and there's that little that little jump, that little surge for a little while. That's probably going to happen. I have no doubt that that is going to happen. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to last. Maybe it's one game. Maybe it's one month. But at some point this season, the Blues are going to be back to being exactly who they are right now. The decision to fire Craig Berube did not, did not make the Blues better. And you're doing this to a guy who is a behemoth in the history of the organization. One of the top winningest coaches in the history of the organization and the only coach to ever coach you to a Stanley Cup championship. Right? And you're doing this to him. It is, it's not right. You're not playing for much this year. You were playing to maybe be a playoff participant. That's what the goal was this year. In the grand scheme of things, I hear it from Cardinals fans all the time. There's a lot of Cardinals fans that don't see a whole lot of difference between qualifying for the playoffs and getting knocked out of the wild card round and not making the playoffs at all. It's all the same. That's what the Blues were playing for this year. The Blues were essentially playing for trying to get into the playoffs, and they were going to be a first-round exit in all likelihood. That was the ceiling. That was the ceiling for this team, and you have just taken a guy who is the only guy who's ever led the team to a Stanley Cup, and you're you're getting rid of him midseason. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. Again, I'm not running away from the flaws that exist on this team, and I'm not even running away from Craig Berube's culpability in it. He's not perfect. There's been some odd things that have happened under his watch this year. Not running away from it at all. But this guy did not deserve to be shown the door before we even get to Christmas. 
This guy did not deserve to not be able to finish out the year. Don't like it at all. Don't like it at all. 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. You can call. You can text. Actually, right now you can text because uh, we've got a guest coming up on our next segment. You can chime in on your thoughts on the firing of Craig Berube. You can also tweet at me if you'd like, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We are going to switch gears. Again, mostly blues today, but we're going to uh, get away from the blues for a moment here and a moment there. Fabian Ardaya from The Athletic covers uh, the Dodgers and Major League Baseball. We'll talk with him about the Otani contract. That's next. It's a Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. He's America's Sports Voice, KMOX. A great bar sports over line rolls on here on KMOX. Again, uh, we're all over the decision by the St. Louis Blues to fire head coach Craig Berube. We'll get more into that coming up uh, later on in the program. But uh, right now, we're going to shift gears. Always good to uh, talk baseball and certainly the uh, most compelling national storyline this year uh, in the offseason from baseball has been the uh, everything that happened with Shohei Otani, including the contract that he just signed. More details coming out about that over the last few hours as well. And to uh, talk about that, we're going to uh, go to the Quiver River Electric guest line and bring in a guy who covers the Dodgers and Major League Baseball for the Athletic. He is Fabian Ardaya. Fabian, appreciate you taking uh, some time with us on what's a very busy time for people on the Dodgers beat. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Uh, so just initially, 
as you learned about the contract, as you learned about the deferrals, again, over the last uh, and today, we've learned about some of the stipulations that go along with it with some you know opt-outs and things like that. What's your general takeaway on this very unique, very large contract that Otani has received? Yeah, I think when the contract first got announced, it was sort of like the like number thrown out there was unprecedented. Like that sort of name thrown out there was unprecedented. I think every kind of detail that's come out since is kind of Real, that's to be true. Like, it's such a strange contract. Uh, obviously, with the eye-popping number at the front, $700 million, uh, understanding the deferrals, like more deferred money than any contract that even been handed out, period. Uh, and then now down to the clause that uh, so long as uh, he's going to be a Dodger for the next 10 years, so long as Andrew Friedman and owner Mark Walter remain in the organization during that time. So like, all kinds of like different little intricacies and details. Uh, make it such a strange and unique contract for such a unique player. Again, we've only learned like in the last hour about that clause that you just mentioned. And again, for people who haven't heard, in this contract, Otani can can opt out if controlling owner Mark Walter or President of Baseball Operations Andrew Friedman end up losing their roles with the team. Uh, the details of this not really completely out. Do you think this was more something that Otani wanted, or is this something more that those two individuals put in there? If nothing else, it creates a whole lot of job security for them. I mean, it certainly creates a lot of job security for Andrew Freeman, but yeah. I think it was something that uh, Otani sort of had in mind, uh, just sort of knowing how he structured this contract. A lot of it was sort of helping the team out, especially on the front end. Uh, the first couple, like earning just $2 million per year uh, over the course of the 10 years, the fact that they don't have to start. The Dodgers don't even have to start funding the deferrals for a couple of years. The fact that they their luxury tax hit is smaller than obviously if it was the full seventy over uh, seventy per year over those ten years. Uh, sort of understanding where things are going. I think part of that was sort of wanting to make sure that those gestures were met with. Okay, this was the franchise he wanted to sign with. Uh, in part because they were willing and able to keep adding, willing and able to keep building around him. Obviously not just this winter, but also understanding that, okay, this sort of set, setup that he wanted to come to was built in part just because of this ownership group and this front office. So wanted to keep that intact and in place. What does this do for the Dodgers? Do they do they make more than seven hundred million off this just when you consider the the international money? And I mean the Dodgers are already an international brand, but is this is this a move that's going to end up being cash flow positive for them even after all seven hundred million dollars is paid out? As crazy as to say, like, I think so. I feel like at least they're well positioned to do so. Uh, just sort of you look at the uh, present value of the contract as it's calculated by the PA, and it's more like four hundred. I think it was like four hundred thirty-seven million or something like that. That's sort of like what the present value of the contract is, sort of factoring inflation, factoring in the, fact, the deferrals, the fact that the deferrals don't have any interest on them. So it's a palatable number in terms of like what the Dodgers are paying in current present dollars, even before accounting for the fact of what he can bring in revenue-wise, what he's bringing in uh, to his team, let alone to himself, and the fact that he can sort of uh, live off of it for the next decade or so, just sort of knowing that he can sort of make – I think I was told he makes close to $50 million in endorsements himself as is. So the fact that he could sort of just put that off and understand that, but the Dodgers certainly benefit in terms of cash flow money-wise and even off the field, like they're going to be off primed and able to maximize his off the, beat, off the field value financially as well. The Dodgers clearly have not been afraid to spend money. That being said, they have just 
one World Series, and it came in the the COVID year here recently. Does this kind of move, is it now World Series or bust? There's just very little wiggle room for anything less than that? Yeah, I think they were kind of were in that spot. I think, like you touched upon, like the fact that they made three World Series trips during this run, they've won one. Uh, the last couple years, especially the fact that they won 211 regular season games the last two years and one playoff game, they haven't gotten out of the first round. Uh, I think that instilled a little bit more urgency, especially kind of knowing where the other stars, existing stars on the roster are career-wise. Like, Freddie Freeman's 34, Mookie Betts is 31. The, these are guys who are locked, who are still performing at prime levels, but obviously uh, they're locked up long-term. These are the years that you really want to maximize with these guys especially now that you've added Shohei Otani to the mix. It's all the incentive of the world for the Dodgers to really keep going here. So Yamamoto is the guy that a lot of people are talking about, and there's obviously some financial flexibility with all the deferrals and everything. How do you evaluate the Dodgers' chances at maybe making that kind of splash? It's definitely something the Dodgers are interested in. They met with him yesterday, uh, a group that included uh, Shohei Otani and Freddie Freeman and Will Smith. Uh, Mookie Best met with him as well. Like, they are definitely in the mix there. Obviously, it's a lot of the same teams that were in the mix for Otani. So, like, a lot of teams that have the money to spend, money to burn, and it seems like the Giants, seems like the Blue Jays. The Red Sox, the Mets, the Yankees are in there as well. So, it's going to be definitely difficult. But I feel like as much as Otani made so much sense for the Dodgers, business-wise, roster-wise, as, like, a logical fit, Yamamoto addresses the more immediate needs for them. Like, they have real pitching needs going into next season. They really have to address that. Signing Yamamoto will help with that. Uh, they're in discussions with the Rays on a trade on Tyler Glass now, one that doesn't seem imminent, but like, it's one that's sort of been building up here uh, over the last week or so. So, like, they definitely have really making moves on the pitching front. We're talking with uh, Fabian Ardaya, covers the Dodgers for the Athletic. Let me finish you off with this topic. There was obviously a lot of side stuff going on. Uh, at one point, there was the, the report about him flying to Toronto, which wasn't true, and uh, the, the story behind that, and Robert from Shark Tank and everything. I mean, it's just been wild. You're, you're obviously well-connected. When those type of things were being reported, did you know right away that, that that's not right, or were you just kind of following along like everybody else? I mean, I'm obviously like doing my due diligence, checking with people uh, just to make sure what's going on and figure things out. But, like, yeah, I think especially going into it, understanding how Shohei Otani and his camp have gone about things, how they usually go about things, I was, I would have been a little bit surprised if that's sort of how the news would have come out. Uh, not to say that I wasn't still obviously following up on stuff, still reporting stuff out, and Friday was very busy for me, although Saturday was as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was sort of like one of those things where you do your due diligence, you're trying to figure out what's going on, but I think you know at the end of the day, it'll probably be Otani making the announcement himself. He is uh, Fabian Ardaye. covers the Dodgers, does a fantastic job for it, uh, with it for The Athletic. If you're not subscribed to The Athletic, you absolutely should be. Christmas is right around the corner. Get yourself a Christmas gift, and uh, you'll be very happy because their baseball coverage is second to none. Fabian, thank you so much for uh, taking some time with us. Uh, have a very happy holiday period, and hopefully we can talk again in the future. Of course, thanks for having me anytime. All right, very good. That's uh, Fabian Ardaya joining us here on a Graybar Sports Open Line. When we come back, we'll get back into hockey and the Craig Berube firing. Again, if you've got thoughts on it, we'd love to hear them uh, on the text line, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. 
Tell me your thoughts on the firing of Craig Berube. Scott Warman, Valley Sports uh, Midwest, joins us next. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes Smith swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. It's Graybar Sports Open Line rolling on right here on KMOX. We're very happy to uh, be able to go to the Quiver River Electric Guest Line and welcome in our good friend. You see him on uh, Valley Sports Midwest. You see him doing uh, Valley games, slew games. He's all over the place. He is uh, Scott Warman. Scott, always appreciate you taking the time with us today. How are you? I'm doing well, Maddie. How are you, buddy? I'm all right. Uh, what was your initial reaction when you first heard uh, the news, whether it was late last night or early this morning, that uh, uh, Craig Berube had been relieved of his duties? So I'm going to give you this personal story just to set it all up here. So I have a new puppy, and, well, he wasn't feeling good. So Scotty did not really sleep much on Monday night. So as soon as the game was over on Tuesday, Matt, um, Scotty – went to sleep. Okay. So when Scott got up at six o'clock this morning, had all these texts. Well, that's how I find out that the chief was let go. Uh, obviously very surprised like everyone else. Uh, chief obviously is uh, the third winning this coach in blues history, brought the Stanley cup to St. Louis for the very first time. I think is well respected by so many. Um, so yeah, I, I, I honestly, buddy, I, I'm really surprised, uh, that, uh, Craig was let go. I, I was covering the uh, press conference today, and I, I know the Blues have been struggling here of late, and especially with the teams that they lost to over this, this weekend. Um, so I think that uh, it's one of those things we've seen. And, you know, this you've done this for a while now too, Matt, is the, unfortunately you can't, you know, fire a team. Who's the fall guy? Well, nine times out of ten it's going to be the coach. And, I really hate to see Chief leave, but uh, obviously uh, Doug Armstrong and, and a lot of his comments that he made today in the press conference still believes in this hockey team and maybe a fresh voice can help uh, you know get things rolling a little bit better, whether it's the power play, five-on-five, five, you name it. Uh, obviously this team has, uh, has been struggling. There's no doubt about it. And as uh, Doug mentioned today, and rightly so. You talk about a Detroit team that has definitely improved. There's no doubt about it. But with the loss of Larkin and Perron trying to figure out where he is as far as uh, you know his suspension is concerned, is they're two of their top players from an offensive standpoint, and you still give up six goals and lose a game to the Red Wings. Very, very disappointing. And so obviously management felt that there was a need to make a change, and 
we'll see if this can maybe turn the corner for a Blues team that, again, Doug Armstrong thinks that uh, this team is more talented uh, than what the record shows. And I think a lot of people, at least at the beginning of the season, thought the same thing. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's an odd thing because, I, I, for myself personally, I thought the ceiling on this team was probably just sort of being a, a playoff qualifier. And they've been mm-hmm. in playoff position most of the season. They're not there right now, but they're just on the outside looking in. So it's you look at it in two ways. You can look at it from a from a final results perspective where they're kind of where you would hope they would be, or you look at it from how it's all going down because uh, the effort at times doesn't seem like it's there. The losses have been ugly. Obviously they're on a losing streak right now. And and sometimes those two things don't totally uh, look the same. And and I guess from a Doug Armstrong standpoint, uh, he valued one over the other. Yeah. And trying to, you know, maybe, you know, strike lightning in a bottle, so to speak, uh, get this team playing better, especially with the bad advantage. And because I think that there is a belief that they want and believe that this team still can get maybe one of those playoffs. But I mean, they're really technically not out, but still, we're, we're only at the one third pole of the season. So there's still a ton of hockey to be played. But I know uh, talking to Braden Shin a little bit uh, in the locker room after their practice, after the press conference, you know, it basically, as he said, and you've heard it time and time again when you have these situations, Matt is the fact that it ultimately comes down to the players and how are the players going to respond. And you would imagine at least the first, you know, seven, eight games or so in the first couple of weeks, this team is going to be fired up because that's normally the response you have. Now, can you sustain it after that couple of weeks, seven, eight games that, that this team has, which pretty much leads you to the end of the calendar year? And, I mean, you look at the schedule and what the Blues have coming up for the next couple of weeks, uh, it's there's no pushovers. I mean, even the Ottawa Senators are a very, very physical team. Just look at the last couple of games they had, not only with Detroit, but also with Florida about a week before that. That's going to be a very physical affair between, or at least from Ottawa's standpoint, tomorrow night between the Blues uh, and the Senators. So uh, it's going to be intriguing to see how this, this team responds and hopefully the players respond more positively. I think for me, the the one thing, and the power play has struggled, Matt, all season long for whatever reason, because I do believe that this team has way much more talent than to have fewer power play goals than scored-handed goals. But we saw the focus from day one in training camp, and you and I have even discussed this on Sports Up Line, is the fact that there is so much focus on the team packing the middle, giving the protection in front of the net to Jordan Bennington, which you did not have this year. And it's almost as if we're starting to see from a defensive standpoint, they're kind of sliding back into what was transpiring last year, which is very disappointing. I mean, Bennington is playing all-star caliber hockey between the pipes. Uh, and But if he can't get any help in front of him, and we saw that, unfortunately, a few times in last night's game, has no chance. So, like I said, you know, maybe a new voice, a fresh voice can – can help this crew out and the blues can head in a, in a different direction. But again, I, 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 I have all the respect in the rule. I've told people getting to know Craig, even just on a personal level, you see him out. He's just, you know, it's Matt, like you and I just sitting in this Kmart sports office or at the ballpark, whatever. He's just the guy. He just, he'll talk to anybody. He can talk about anything. He's just a good dude. And I'm really sad to see chief go. This team. I don't know if I've ever seen a hockey team where, they're 
They're bad at making the small plays that all add up to being big things. The the chip that they don't make that results in a, in a team getting in the offensive zone. The check that's not completed. Uh, the 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 turnover that seems like nothing at the moment, and then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, a goal is being scored against you. We saw some of that in last night's game, but we see it a lot. It's all these small little mistakes, mm-hmm. and they seem to lead to uh, these these big losses that they've had. Exactly, and that's the thing that, you know, we've heard the sound bites. We've talked to Craig Bruby about this on a number of occasions already this year. The little things, you got a little things, little things add up, and it actually goes back to what Doug Armstrong said today, Matt, in his press conference is the fact that, you know, there's been teams before that have given up that goal, and then all of a sudden you don't you make sure that the that, that, that opponent doesn't have the momentum and it, the, the floodgates don't open up. Well, just exactly like you're talking about, Maddie, is exactly what Army said today is the fact that this team, for whatever reason, you give up one of those goals, you know, because you didn't do the little things. And then all the next thing you know, instead of being down a goal or two, you're down three or four goals. And then it's like, oh, my gosh, this is a hill that's so huge to try to climb up. It, it really is. Uh, a perplexing situation and uh, you know even look at the record the Blues are nearly perfect now after last night it wasn't but nearly perfect when scoring first well it shows you that when the Blues when a Blues team like this this year falls behind it it's almost impossible for them to come back and climb out of that rut and that's you know that's a bottom line of you know mental toughness uh, a lot of times and that's what I think maybe the Blues can can look into deep just from a player's standpoint. Uh, I'd be really intrigued to see if, you know, I think Braden Shin is an incredible uh, captain and to see if everybody's on the same page and all these other veterans can get everybody on the same page and start, you know, turning this thing in the right direction like I know they believe they can. Let me finish you with this because when you think about Craig Berube, you obviously think about the Stanley Cup run and everything that happened that year and in an in-season coaching change play Gloria just ever his speech the the speech that would just go you know we, I can watch that over and over and over and over again and it's uh, amazing do you lament the fact that his blues tenure ends in the middle of a of a bad season it just it it feels like for a guy who is one of the behemoths now in the history of the organization it, it just it, it feels icky that it, it comes to an end like this it does and i can tell you this and you and i'm you may have been entering at kfns when i was working there and joe quinville got let go and it sort of has to be honest with you because we were all talking about this a bunch of us in the locker room uh, after practice, it kind of has that feel. I mean, Joel Quinville is by far the winningest coach in Blues history. And I learned a lot from Joel back in the days when I was working at the All Sports Radio Station when he were interning way back in the day, or when I was working on the Blues Radio Network with Curbs and Kelly Chase. I learned so much about the game. I have so much respect, mad respect for Joel Quinville, all the success and all the great teams they have for whatever reason. And a lot of the guys will say because they never found that goaltender, kind of like a Jordan Bennington. Um, that was that was the one reason why those teams in the early 2000s had never made it. And so it was really disappointing to see a guy the stature of Joel Quinville, you know, leave. And his assistant at the time, Mike Kitchen, takes it over. And I'm, you know, kind of seeing the same thing here. Here's Craig Berube, like you're talking about. 
he's really high on the pedestal, and I think will always be very high on the pedestal for obvious reasons, bringing finally the first Stanley Cup championship here to St. Louis. But just to have uh, all the successes that he had even beyond that, third winning as coach in Blues history. But I'll tell you, the other thing I loved about Greg Berube is the fact that he was direct. He was direct with the media. He was direct with his player. There was no BS none whatsoever he's going to tell you like it is you may not like to hear it but at least if you're a player and most that i know they want just honesty Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what chief gave to his players and you know to st louis fans and i think that's pretty much why uh you know blues fans are completely um love what what chief has done obviously having the success as i mentioned but being so direct and being so honest about a team you know even during their losses hey what is this he he wasn't the big greatest soundbite as we know we wouldn't get large soundbites from him but chief was a guy that definitely was going to tell it like it is and i think uh, a lot of people also uh love that part of uh, of craig Berube. so yeah I, I i i agree with you Mandy. i think this is uh, a big loss, but I, I also believe that if if Craig wants to uh, find a job, I, I don't think it's going to take very long for him to find another head coaching position in the National Hockey League because I think there's a lot of respect for that man around the league. He is our good friend Scott Warman. You see him uh, on the uh, studio uh, in the studio on Valley Sports Midwest, doing games uh, all over the place. Uh, next time we have you on, we'll talk a little more basketball. But uh, really wanted to get your thoughts and your reflections on uh, on Craig Berube and, and what he has meant to this organization. So, Scott, thank you so much for taking some time with us today. Always appreciate it, buddy. Good to chat. Scott Warman joining us here on the program. Appreciate his time with us as we. Look back at the uh, tenure that was Craig Berube's time with the Blues. Obviously, the high point, winning the Stanley Cup. The low point, probably right now. Last season and this season, things have just not gone well. If you've got thoughts, we've got time to take your uh, phone calls. I'd love to hear from you. I want to open this up a little bit and hear your thoughts. I think most people are not happy with this decision by the Blues. We will talk with you if you want to talk with us. You can call or you can text 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. Or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. How are you feeling with the uh, decision by the Blues to fire Craig Berube? We'll take your phone calls in the next segment. Call in now as we roll on with the Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Back at it on a Gray Bar Sports Open Line earlier today. Doug Armstrong meeting with the media, the Blues general manager, after making the decision last night after the loss to the Red Wings to move on from the only coach who has ever won the Blues or been part of a, he didn't win it, but he led the Blues to a winning of the uh, Stanley Cup. Doesn't seem like that long ago, but in other ways, it feels like it was a really, really long time ago. To me, it feels like an unnecessary move at, that, at this time. That's my thought. What's your thought? 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. First up, we go to Phyllis. Hey, Phyllis, you're on Sports Open Line. Okay. Uh, I feel that um, I don't think it's right that the, the coach should get the first blame uh, for a team that is playing badly. And, uh, and I think that it's a big mistake that uh, Craig Berube was fired. And, I mean, if, if the players don't want to do what they're told, 
they're the ones that should be let go, not Craig Bruby, because Craig is he he did his best. He did everything he was supposed to do. It's just, I guess, some players didn't want to to go along with him. Yeah, Phyllis, and, I certainly appreciate the phone call, and I think you speak for a lot of Blues fans. Now, look, you you can't you can't get rid of an entire team. Uh, there's a lot of ro- there's a lot of contracts on this roster that you just can't get rid of. The entire NHL is basically capped out right now, and you can't move a lot of these players. So uh, I agree. It's more on roster construction and more on the players who are involved than anything else. And I just again, I'm not I'm not absolving Craig Berube from his involvement in what has turned into a very inconsistent team but I would not put him at the top of the list in terms of people that I would be blaming. Let's grab Jim, who's given us a call. Hey, Jim, you're on Sports Open Line. Yeah, I think it was a bad move on uh, Armstrong's part. Uh, they got rid of some good ball players uh, or, or puck handlers, <laughs> uh, like David Perron and Petro, and uh, you know, but to, to take away good players or not sign them, that's crazy, and then blame it on. I mean, he may not be blaming Ruby, but to put it on his neck, that's terrible. Yeah, I, I think he is blaming. You know what? I know he said he didn't. I appreciate the phone call, Jim. Look, actions speak louder than words. Actions speak louder than words. Doug Armstrong can go speak to the media. And he can say that this isn't a bl- about blaming Craig Berube. He can talk about how much he appreciates Berube and everything he's done and the friendship and, and all that stuff. And I'm not trying to be totally dismissive of that. But the bottom line is, uh, if something's going wrong and somebody loses their job because of it, there is inferred blame, right? Like, if something is going on with this radio show that's not right, and I walk in, and I no longer have a job, then I am being blamed for whatever's going wrong. Whatever you do for a living, if you lose your job, and it's connected to some type of underperforming, even if it's like organizational-wide underperforming, you are being blamed. Actions speak louder than words. So, yes, there is blame here. The blame is being put on Craig Berube because he lost his job. He's the guy who lost his job. The Blues are an incredibly inconsistent team. They're on a losing streak right now. They wanted to do something about it. They fired the coach. There's blame. And if you try to say that there was not blame involved in that transaction, I would disagree with you as much as I could disagree with anybody. Rob has given us a call. Hey, Rob, you're on Sports Open Line. Hey, thanks a lot for taking my call. I just want to say, that the Blues, um, if you notice, when Minnesota fired their coach, then they went on a winning streak. The opposite will happen with the Blues. This will be a disaster. It was never Baruby's fault. The way I read it is when they won in Las Vegas, they won in overtime, and then they came back here and played them. They were up 3-1 to after the first period, and then they hit the wall, the energy wall. And and so it carried over for the next three games. The team was in energy deficit, and it, that's a science issue. It's not Barubi. I think they made a huge mistake. Thanks a lot. Yeah, appreciate the uh, appreciate the phone call. And, and you, 
We've heard you talk about energy deficit before when we've been talking uh, Cardinals baseball, and I know you're very much into that. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you one direction or another. I just, I don't get it. I just, it just seems so incredibly unnecessary. That's the word that I keep coming back to unnecessary. And I do think there's going to be a momentary boost. This team's probably going to win a few games. That always happens when you, when you change a coach. But long term, through the rest of the season, like eventually that boost, that residue, uh, plus the good stuff from the new coach, that's all going to start to dissipate out, and they're just going to go back to being the team that they were. And with all due respect to all the parties involved, including new coach Drew Bannister, who I bluntly don't know much about beyond the fact that he was coaching uh, at Springfield in the AHL, I just don't buy that he's a better coach than Craig Berube. I don't buy that for the rest of the season, he's going to get more out of this team. He might get more out of this team for the next week, for the next two weeks, for the next three weeks. But let's let's talk on February 4th, February 1st, and see where the club is at. I don't know. I don't like it. Don't like it at all. We'll go through some of what Doug Armstrong had to say earlier today. We'll do that next. It's Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.